Hey there, friend, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon, and this is an Anchored Wives Psalm 119 praying day. So this is day 19. We are nearing towards the, the latter third of, of these praying days. So doing this over 31 days, and it hasn't been a perfect 31. There's there's gaps and in, in, in bends just because life happens, right? But nonetheless, we are praying for 31 days for our marriages, cultivating courageously radiant marriages that honor God and glorify Him, not just for us to have the best marriage that we want, but for God to be glorified in and through that. And we can't control our husbands. We can't uh, impact them or influence them without us first being at the well. And the well is Christ. So that's what we're doing. We are covering our husbands in prayer. We're covering our marriages in prayer. So today is Psalm 119 and it's verses 101 through 106. So I will go ahead and read. I have kept my feet from every evil path to follow your word. I have not turned from your judgments for you yourself have instructed me. How sweet your word is to my taste, sweeter than honey in my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. I have solemnly swore to keep your righteous judgments. Sweet, how sweet is your word. Verse 103. Do you consider God's word as sweet? And, and palatable. You know how you're looking for a certain scripture to change somebody or to get that answer to whatever it is that's, that's burdening your heart. Is this, is this your manual? Is this, is this what you go to first or is it Google or is it a phone call to your best friend or to your mom? And there's nothing wrong with us filling our lives with wise people and friends and, and relationships, but is his word sweet? Is his word what attracts us first? And I think that there's ebbs and flows in that for me more now, but it's really been more of a discipline. So I don't know how it is for you, but it's been more of a learned discipline. It's not like you just stumble on this where it's just a grab and, and go, but it's, it's learned. And through sitting at this well, you don't even realize how much you need it until you sit with it. And then you might go a couple days or, or, or even hours by the end of the day. And you're like, I have not read my Bible. I have not talked to God. And it's like this vacancy in your, in your heart and your life. And I wonder if your husband, if he sees that necessity for you, does he see that rhythm in your life where God comes first? We, my husband and I regularly tell our kids that God comes first, not just running after all of the things in their crazy schedule and their, their busy schedule, but God comes first for us. And that has been something that has really been shifting for, for me because I don't want to just say it. I want to do it. And I'm not saying it to impress them. We're not doing it to ju then just make them do it. But it it does it does impact me when it's missing, let alone when I know that there's others that are following me and looking at how I'm modeling 
that. So for our husbands, I just wonder, do they see your rhythm of, of prayer? Do they get to see you opening up your Bible? And if you are a, if you're struggling because your husband isn't that spiritual leader of your home and you feel like you're always the one who's praying, you're the one who's calling, you know, the, the family meeting, you're the one who's leading the home. You're the one that's, um, reading the Bible and and starting up a Bible reading plan for your heart. I, I really do pray that you don't grow weary in that as Ephesians 6 says, that you don't grow weary in that because it, it can begin to feel like, well, I want, I want my husband to lead in this area. But that's a perfect opportunity to pray and ask God for, for him to, to shift your husband from the inside out. But what I did want to pray about was um, verse 105, and that's your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. And again, if you think about the patterns and the rhythms of your life, if you're completely surrounded by darkness, you need a lamp, at minimal, your cell phone. You need, you need a flashlight. You need something so that you can see. You know, I'm sure we all have walked to the bathroom, stubbed our toe on some stuff that I'm like, I know this wasn't here, you know, this or walked over Legos because you're trying to see your kid and there's Legos on the ground. And what a light would have done to have illuminated what was going to cause pain by walking over something that I did not see. And this sweetness of God's word, this affinity to God's word, let alone the fact that it's to be a light to our path, it shows that we're really surrounded in darkness. Our own insight is darkness without the light of God, without the clarity of his wisdom and and his sovereignty what we have is at best a quick match that is that goes out. So I pray that our husbands, my prayer is that our husbands are looking to God's word as their lamp. You know, in a world that is screaming for my opinion first, my panel first, my you know, it's 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 everybody's opinion. And and I get caught up in that too, where I'm learning to just be quiet and be silent. Why do I always, I mean, I'm sure that, I think that's a proverb too. I'm trying to remember what proverb that is, where when you think of this comparison of those who are wise versus those who are foolish, and wise people aren't always talking and don't always need to prove a point. So when I think of our husbands, I pray that they lead our homes with wisdom and and in such a way that that God's voice is the largest, the loudest, rather echoing tone in the home, not our opinions. So as I'm even raising our children, it's not what just mom and dad said. Yes, it is. But this is but hold me accountable to where I'm leading you astray from God's word. I'm not saying anything harmful or or to go against what God says. So in that, I want to pray that the Lord, his ways, his presence, his word is something that's sweet to our husbands and that they want to. It's not just, oh, here we go. Let me check this off the box or let me just get this done, but that they love to be in his word. And that through that, that then they have this new light to their path and that their decisions will not necessarily become easier, but 
there'll be more peace in decisions made and their leadership will grow because now it's not what they say. Or if a decision even went to the left and didn't go exactly as they thought, well, in faith, they did pray about this decision. So then trusting the Lord, even with that temporary, that appearance of failure. So uh, dear God, thank you for your word, which is so sweet. It's so affirming. It's so encouraging. It's corrective. Um, God, it leads us, it guides us in all that we do. And thank you for the backslaps. Thank you, God, for for all, um, even, even the things that don't feel so great in the moment. God, thank you for the correction. We know that you correct those whom you love. And I am so thankful that our husbands are going to be in their word that this word is going to be a light to their to their to their path and that their feet are going to be directed exactly where you want them to go. And God, as your word is corrective as as well as it's encouraging, in correction, I pray that you lead them, guide them back to the correct way that is honoring to you, that is glorifying to you. And um, God, let us trust you and let us be held responsible for our own personal growth in your word, in your presence as well. In Jesus' name, amen.